Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Hi. Blessing, everybody. Welcome again to another program. I'm Brother Michael Jones. So... And here we go. Uh, uh, Brother Michael Jones, with your faithful servant today, coming to you with another message of salvation. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being with us. And thank you, Almighty God, for protecting us, bringing us through many trials and tribulations, uh, storms and tribulations and all of the stuff that comes to hinder us. We are in battle gear. But the first we must think about today is because we know that the birth of Jesus is right around the corner. He's celebrating his birth, celebrating him coming to this earth through the Virgin Mary. reason for the season is because he came. And that's why we must always celebrate, even though it might not be the exact date, but it's the season, the season of rejoicing, the season of celebration, the season of thanksgiving, the season season of joy, goodwill to all people. And yet and still, it seems to be we are still depressed, we're still oppressed, we're still downtrodden. We are still in a place of discomfort and disarray. So, therefore, we must come today to think about some of the things that Jesus brought the institute with his with his coming and with his going away. And one of the things that we came, he said, seek first the kingdom of God. He said, but the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. Now, sometimes we, we fail to understand about the kingdom of God. And Jesus, before he went away, he was telling uh, Apostle Pilate about his kingdom. So he is the king of kings, Lord of lords. He is the word of God. He is the image and the likeness of God. He is the glory of God and the power of God. So therefore, God has put all power in his hands, all power, because Jesus was obedient to the Father, because the Father has put all of his word into Jesus. So now, Jesus came and was telling us, say, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. We must, by all means, come to understand about the kingdom of God. Now, a lot of times we don't think about, well, so I'm in the kingdom of God because I am a child of God, and God is God. That makes me God's son, God's daughter, 
I am an inheritance of the kingdom, with the kingdom, and in the kingdom, because now the things that I must do to inherit the kingdom. Well, we know that flesh and blood does not inherit the kingdom of God. It's a spiritual thing. And then it also tells us that we can talk about kingdom. Well, I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit. Good. But also you know that the kingdom of God is not in talk, but in power. So now if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, then it got to be some action involved. It has to be a manifestation of that power. So if we don't have it, we must try our best to lay before the Lord and then get it. Because one of the things that we do mistake about ourselves is all of this is predicated with faith, belief. Now, even if the Lord says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him, which is have faith in him, will not perish but have everlasting life. But that everlasting life is through the kingdom. We have now been transferred out of the world into the kingdom of God, even though our physical body is still in the world. We are in the world but not of the world. So we must come to understand that and to get that into our mind and into our spirit that just because we're walking around on the street, this world we're breathing this air in our physical body, but our mind and our spirit, our soul must be connected with the kingdom, must be in the kingdom and doing the work of the kingdom. And that's why it's called love and faith. That's why it's called uh, compassion, kindness, justice, goodness, all of the fruit of the spirit. See, that is when the kingdom of God is at hand and the kingdom of God is working within us. So we hear so much now about, well, you know, uh, God don't do this and God don't do that. But when you're in the kingdom, you have the spirit and you have the power. So that is our primary objection is to be in the kingdom of God. Because one of the scriptures said in uh, Matthew, it says that, you know, how we worry for this and worry for that. And, and you tell us not to worry about uh, what we're going to eat and what we're going to drink, not to worry about our clothes or food and shelter. But he said, but seek ye first the kingdom, and all these things are added unto you. All of these things. So once our spirit is lifted up and going into the kingdom, for the kingdom of God is not, uh, it's the kingdom of God is joy, peace, has peace, faith, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So now, when we have that, and then God will give us all things that we need so he said, he shall supply all our needs according to his riches and glory. But first, we stop worrying about things for our care. But God will take care of our care. So therefore, during this holiday spirit, holiday time, we should not be worried and not be stressing out behind uh, all of our physical needs and physical wants and our physical doing. Because once you seek the kingdom, then all of these things be added, all of our love and our connections and all of the things that we need to go forth in this kingdom will be given to us. Because it also tells us that how uh, 
cloud, about the lilies of the field, birds of the air. Oh, they don't worry about these things. They just praise God, just keep doing what they got to do. He's like, uh, the wheat. The day is nice and flesh, and tomorrow is in bread. But that's how God is. But he's taking care of all these things for us. He's given us these things. He's given us our shelter, our clothes. He said, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow they have problems of its own. So when we stop worrying, we stop uh, going through all these unnecessary uh, depressions and unnecessary uh, stresses about what's going to happen and what's there. When we trust in the Lord, trust in him with our whole heart, lean not to our own understanding, then he will direct our path. He will give us the delight of our heart. And the delight of our heart should be connected with him. The light of our heart should be in him and with him. He said, keep our mind upon things of above where Christ is and not on this world. So once we keep our mind on Christ, then we can do mighty things. And then the world will see that we are in the kingdom. The world will see that we have something special. But through this, we must face tribulation. But we don't worry about the tribulation. We keep concerning ourselves about uh, the pain and the heartache and the dis, uh, disappointment and how people overuse us, misuse us, and abuse us. But if God is with us, who can be against us? If God be for you, he is more than the world against you. So, therefore, we should not have to go around crying the blues Oh, woe is me. Oh, woe this and oh, woe that. Then, uh, because of, there's so many people who go through a lot of hurt, go through a lot of trial, go through a lot of pain and distraction. But Troy telling us, complain. Stop murmuring. These things. Keep focus upon Him. We don't go through uh, our pain and our trial because we have His approval. And we have God's approval about going through some pain and stuff. He's going, he's going to take care of the situation. So take the pain. Go through it and suffer it. Because we know that we have an advocate. We know, we know God is with us. He said he will never leave us, not forsake us. But then we have so many people, so many uh, people say that, well, you know, God is this and God is that. Well, God is good. God is life. God is love. And, and God is all-powerful. There are people that don't, really, don't understand the principles, don't understand the power, don't understand the direction and the way of God. But it's all listed here in his book, in his word, in his word. In his word, it happened to be Jesus Christ who came to bring forth the gospel, lead the gospel. I'm not ashamed of the gospel, but it is the power of God unto salvation for all who believe and believe. We must hold fast to the gospel. Holding fast to the whole Bible. 
devil. Sorry. Holding fast to the gospel is not holding fast to the law and the prophets. But there are some things that are in the law, in the prophet, that were brought forth into the gospel. There are some scriptures that you will find that in uh, Psalms, they're also listed in uh, Isaiah, that's also listed. Jesus brought them forth. The one that is needed and necessary has already been brought forth. It is now a part of the gospel because the gospel is the power of God. The gospel is also the New Testament of Lord Jesus Christ. And once we believe the gospel, because the gospel is the only thing that's going to get us up out of here into eternal life with Jesus our Lord. And if you don't want to believe the gospel, then you're going to be lost. That's all it is to it. Because in Second Thessalonians uh, chapter 1, starting around verse 5, when the Lord shall come back with his mighty angels in fire, reaping So the one way strip that mentality or that idea that no matter what I do, I'm going to be with God can go anywhere he he went to hell that day, and he preached to the under. And those who believe were saved. That is why even in the scripture says that many of the saints up at the grave were walking around and walking into the city. Wow! You mean to tell me that people have been dead for minutes? Came up, came up out of the grave and into the city. Now, that's awesome. I don't know about y'all, but I don't think I could be adjusted to that right now. But then, knowing Lord Jesus Christ, hey, it can be acceptable. It has to be acceptable because this is how good and how powerful the power of God is, how powerful the word of God is, that a person can get up out of the grave and walk into the city, walk around. Huh. Now, that's power. That is power. And, and just because we talk about how Lazarus came up after four days of death, we don't know how long these people would have been in their graves. And Jesus was up on the, on the cross, and he went down and preached, and those who believed were saved. So you mean to tell me that those people that even in the Moses days that died in the wilderness, that died in the wilderness, that didn't get it together, they had an opportunity. They had an opportunity to get it together that day. Oh, what a praise, what a praise, what 
we have to stop uh, 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 I have to stop accepting all of the rhetoric and all of the mess that's been going on. We stop stop accepting the thing that well, God this and God can't do this and God can't do this. God God can do anything He wants to do. And say, well, God ain't gonna kill nobody. God won't hurt nobody. And people forget about the idea that after Jesus uh, went to, ascended to heaven, there was a man and his wife that had a plot of land, and they told the church that they were going to bring the money and lay it at the, the uh, disciples' feet. But the, the prophet had brought a little bit more than they thought they were going to get. So now greed came in, and after greed came in, they took, held back the money. So the man of God asked the brother, say, is this it? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he lied. So the man of God said, why do you lie to the Holy Spirit? See, why do you lie to the Holy Spirit? They promised here to bury you. Right now, they get ready to come in the house to bury you. The man's plopped dead on the ground, on the floor, whatever, right? So they took him out and buried him. His wife came, and they asked her about the property. She was going to go, what, what the, uh, the husband said, evidently they had already got their heads together and plotted what to deal with, what to talk about, what to say. And the man of God said, you're going to be buried next to your husband. Bam, she died. So now. It wasn't the devil that killed him. It was God. We're beyond anything that we have talked about is it. And please forgive me because I just noticed that the mute button was on. Wow. Sorry about that. But uh, anyway, uh, see, the evil one don't want us to talk about these things. He don't want us to discuss them. But we are going to discuss it because this is the word of God. We need to know the truth and the truth should make us free. And somebody was saying, yeah, the truth might make you free, but get to the truth. The first, it might kick you off, and you're right. But sometimes we get to know the truth, and they're like, wow, I didn't know it was going to be like that. But accept the truth anyway. We must expect the truth and be a part of the truth. So, therefore, let us come to seek the kingdom of God, because the kingdom of God is not in talk, but in power. And we already know that the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is within us, within us. It's in our spirit, in our soul, in our mind. The kingdom of God is Christ Jesus living in us. For greater is he that is in us than us, than he that is in the world. So we therefore must by all means, all means, Hold fast to the goodness of God to Jesus Christ. And not be ashamed of this gospel. Because if you don't know the gospel, just like I said in uh, 2 Thessalonians 1, 
those who don't know God and those who do not obey the gospel. You've got to obey the gospel. So we keep obeying, we keep holding on to all of the Old Testament scripture that has no relevance to our salvation. We keep holding on to it. Then we, call, we get to be confused. And that's all it is to it. If it's not brought forth, brought forth, and you and you see that it's brought forth because if you know uh, some of the scriptures, it says Isaiah said this and the Psalm did this and uh, whatever else or the prophet said this or that. You can hold on to it because it has been brought forth. But when Jesus said, you have heard that it was said uh, in the old days, and then he said, but I said, that means it has to be a change. It was changed. So, and if it's changed, therefore, we have to stop holding on to the stuff that has been changed because otherwise we're going to be so confused and so messed up, we will be walking backwards and then eating our lips. You know what I mean? So we can't be doing that. We God wants us to be whole, complete, mature people. He wants to use us in the kingdom. He prepared us to be inheritance of the kingdom because evildoers cannot inherit the kingdom of God. No uh, bad person or uh, wrongdoers can inherit the kingdom. And it has a list of different things that are wrongdoers, are wrongdoing. And when we start to pay heed and pay attention to that list, to those things that God does not like and does not approve of because he tells us to, uh, as, as unto the Lord, with enthusiasm. When we come to the Lord, we must have that vigor and vibrant spirit. Knowing him, put God first in everything and anything. We might need to do this, we might need to do that. But let's seek what the Lord has said about this. Let's seek what God has wants us to do about certain situations in anything and everything, in all things. We got to seek him first, and then he will direct our path. He will tell us what to do. He will tell us how to do it because see, God can snatch things up under you, snatch it from around you, and then and destroy it, destroy the whole thing. See, one of the scriptures says that don't fear the one that can just kill the body, which is the devil. Yeah, the devil can bring on diseases on you. He can bring on a lot of different chaos and violence and all this stuff. He's doing it every day. He's doing it every minute. Violence, mayhem, all these things. That is why we have to be stay prayed up and be covered in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ so that he said, and nothing shall by any means shall harm you. So, Therefore, we have to stop being afraid of what's going to happen, yada, yada, yada. It's just like uh, last night. I'm in my kitchen and trying to, you know, fix a little food and everything, and I hear uh, a barrage of gunfire. I mean, bam, 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 bam. So, you know, living in this neighborhood, well, okay, you hear gunfire regular. Not every day like it used to be, but... You hear it every so often. Now, I went to the front door, and then I'm seeing 
all of these policemen. So that's street. Cop cops blocked off the street and everything. And uh, I'm left standing in the door. like they were outside my gate. And the man said, oh, here's one. Here's one. In other words, the chases of the of the gun shells was right there in front of the house. People were shooting in front of my door and I have no idea. And I'm thinking it's coming from down the street somewhere. So this is how I'm saying that things can happen. But when you're in Christ, when you embedded in him, having that spirit of Christ in you, knowing that he has your back, knowing that you are covered in the blood of the Lamb, you don't worry about these things. He said, fear for nothing. I did not give you the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and the sound mind. So, therefore, we need to tell us, worry for nothing. Worry for nothing. Don't worry about what you're going to wear. Don't worry about where you're going to live. Don't worry about what you're going to eat. Don't worry about what you're going to drink. But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things be added unto you. Because it is God's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. All we have to do is start to believe in it and then walk in it. Walk in it. It is power. He told uh, uh, one of the, the, the Pharisees. The Pharisee came to Jesus by night. I think we heard that story many, many, many times. He said, what must I do? And Jesus said, you must be born again. And the man said, well, how can I go back into my mother's womb and be born again? I'm an old man now. But Jesus said, born of the spirit and of water. So we have, this is a spiritual thing. This is a good thing, a good thing. So it is about the spirit being born. He said, if you ain't being born from above, you can't even see the kingdom of God. So therefore, let us come to learn about the kingdom. Let us come to uh, go forth for the kingdom. Seek ye therefore the kingdom of God. It is righteousness, its righteousness, not our righteousness. So that's where we have a, a lot of trouble sometimes because we want to put our righteousness in, in place. No, it has to be the righteousness of God. Once you know Lord Jesus Christ, once you accept him and believe on him, then you become the righteousness of God in him. So therefore, when you become the righteousness of God, oh, some people don't even want to accept that either. Oh, well, we're just in right standing. No, you're the righteousness of God. You're the children of God. Then you are true believers, followers of Jesus Christ. And once you become a follower of Jesus Christ, then doing those things that he commanded you to do, doing those things that he ordained for you to do, keeping yourself in that place of, the, of his goodness, keeping yourself as, as a faith to believe and being a doer of the word, so, therefore, we can accomplish those things that is impossible for other people that are in the world because we are in the kingdom. We are in the world but not of the world as long as we are on this face of the earth because the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ who is the image of God. He can blind your mind. He keep you in darkness, 
we try to keep you in ignorance. And then when we hear people preach and teach, and then we hear them talking about how how uh, different things, and because we speak the scripture, because we read and study the scripture, and then they be like, I don't believe these people say that. I don't believe they're going there. But they are. They're leading so many people astray, and people are listening to this garbage. They're listening to the rhetoric that they be saying, and it sounds so good. It sounds like they got power. It sounds like they are right there at the footstool of Lord Jesus Christ, at the right hand of God, the way they be talking, but yet and still listen to what they're saying. And they be saying things like, I don't believe they went there. <laughs> they have gotten me too. And then sometimes we have uh, other people who maybe, uh, I used to say, having different uh, standards, coming into different religious uh, situations and stuff, and it really is called a New Age movement. What they do is take the scripture, and they take the scripture and they use it in such a context that it's no longer about God. It's no longer about following Jesus Christ. It's no longer about the kingdom of God or the gospel. But then again, here comes the power that says that godly principles are good. See, some people think they're gained in godliness, and it is. It is gained in godliness. But it tells us that we must by all means, all means, show forth our truth and the righteousness of God in godliness. He said, Seek godliness in all things, but don't let it be a gain for just for your gain. Let it be a gain for the kingdom. Let it be a gain for showing uh, obedience. Let it be a gain to showing that uh, the love of God is us to Lord Jesus Christ. We can do this. We have to do this. We must, by all means, do this. So, therefore, during this holiday time, seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. When we have the kingdom of God, then we have the power of God in us. And then we can do a mighty thing. When people start to misuse us, throwing us under the bus, uh, criticizing us, backbiting, misusing us, disappointing us, rejecting us, uh, lying to us, hurting us, depressing us, oppressing us, then we can stand strong, stand there for putting on the whole armor of God with our faith to believe that everything is going to be all right because we have Jesus with us and in us because he went to the cross for us. He came to be with us and in us. So, therefore, not to look at Lord Jesus as a little baby, but look at him as who he is, the mighty one of God. All power is in his hand. All power in heaven and earth is in his hand. And then 
He said, he has given us glory, and he has given us the power, and he has given us his word, and he has given us the spirit. And when we must have his mind, we have his mind because we have the mind of Christ. And once we have the mind of Christ, we can do those things that are acceptable to God and through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God he came. Thank God for sending him. Thank God for the blessing of the nativia, the blessings of the Lord Jesus Christ lying in a manger, going through all their trials and tribulations, because it said, through many tribulations, we must enter the kingdom of God. So just because we're going through some, some storms, just because we're going through some trials and some mess and garbage that's happening around us, like a whirlwind, we don't fear that. We don't uh, run from that. But we stand, therefore, in the power of God, facing our storm, and then speaking to the storm, speaking to that mountain. It might not dissipate right then and there, but we know that we have the power over it. So let's speak to our condition. Let's speak to our situation. Let's speak to the things that's necessary and needful for our welfare and our position in Christ Jesus, our Lord, because he is there for us, he is there with us, and he is there to guide us, and he is there as a brother, as a teacher, mm. yes, as a master, as Lord and King and God, Emmanuel, God with us. So we thank you for being with us today. We thank you. We bless the Lord. We bless the name of our God, Jehovah, the Most High God, our Father in heaven. We learn these things. We study his word. And we hold fast to his word. And we be a doer of his holy, wonderful word. And we thank you for being with us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Glory to his holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's how good God is. Yes. With all the power. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Okay. Wow, okay. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.